0: It's Andrea K. Show. It is Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tofu Tuesday, because we got some people we care about eating tofu tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't, I can't recall a time I've ever eaten tofu, but I Ain't do nothing like.
1: Nothing wrong
2: with
0: that. <laughs> uh, glad to have you all here with us tonight. 888-344-1170. We got lots of topics to bring to y'all tonight. Does the D in HUD stand for deportation? And what does Oreos got to do with it? Yeah, Ben Carson was before Congress today. We got to talk about that a little bit later in the show. And we got a lot to talk about with Congress today, because as Doug Collins said, it the theater was open today in Congress, starring the king of the theater. At least uh, the he's casted himself as the king of theater tonight, the leading actor in theater, Jerry Nadler. So we got to talk about that. Reagan babe is going to be here. Megan Barth to talk about the ridiculousness that is going on with Congress and the continuation in the attempt to destroy, trample the Constitution and an attempt to destroy the presidency of a free and fairly elected United States president. And, of course, that's Donald J. Trump. We also got to talk a little bit later tonight. We've got an interesting study that's come out about racism in America and how and and whether or not racism has been normalized under the Trump presidency and then we've also got another little story in in fitting with a Gallup poll came out today, supposedly. I'm not sure if I believe this, that 4 in 10 Americans or 41% of Americans think socialism is a good idea. I'm not sure if that's really true or if that's just the left wanting to normalize socialism to make us think that so many Americans are on board with it. And We've got an economic story uh, that kind of uh, ties into that that we're going to talk about a little bit later on the show. And you know what else we're going to talk about? I have been forced to whether or not i wanted to we got to talk a little game of thrones tonight a little later on the show and uh, that topic is going to feature uh i don't know if it's still his leading lady speaking of theater i'm not sure if he still considers her his leading lady or or uh no maybe not anyway it's dj carrot sticks can really share it
3: to it up for yeah. dj carrot but there has been more theater going on with all this collusion talk and stuff. More theater going on than Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I I I didn't watch Game of Thrones. We'll talk a little bit later about the everything is politicized, even Game of Thrones. But at least Game of Thrones, and I know how many Americans you know who watch the show are, are critical of the ending. I didn't watch it. I don't know. But you know, at least it, you can. There's still good TV and good theater out there that you go g- can go to and escape. Our government should not be reduced to literal theatrics, the literal attempt to manipulate the minds of Americans to use our government as a means to destroy people politically as a means to harass and bully people, case in point. I guess, uh, McGann. we all know that the Mueller report, for two and a half years, we have had the media and we have had the Democrat Party and the propagandists everywhere, and and big tech and social media controlling the narratives out there to continue to push a lie. And we even had establishment Republicans saying that that the lie that was being propagated that President Trump was an agent of the Russians and, and engaged in collusion and conspiracy. Well, we got to let this investigation go forward. You know, we got to get to the bottom of it. What Russia did? Okay. Well, we got to the bottom of it. Your guy Mueller, Comey's buddy, handpicked by Rosenstein, who signed his name to the FISA warrants, picked. Bob Mueller, who then lined his team with a bunch of Hillary donors and Hillary Clinton Foundation attorneys, and they still came up with nothing. Absolutely nothing. No collusion. No conspiracy. And I don't care how many hundreds of pages he did in which he documented the, quote, 10 episodes of obstruction. There was no obstruction because, let me tell you, if Andrew Weissman or any of the other 19 henchmen that Mueller put on the staff, if they could have come up with some way, that they could have slapped some kind of obstruction charge on Trump, they would have gone for it. But they didn't get it. But Mueller knew. Mueller knew that what his job was. His job was to create propaganda that could be used to hurt Trump. That's what the deep state was about. That's what the FBI and the DOJ, that's what it was about when they launched, when they spied on the Trump administration to begin with. It was about covering up for Hillary Clinton and it was about planting evidence. It was about spying on the Trump team, planting evidence in order to, in case he won, setting up an insurance policy. So the Mueller investigation was the second end of that. So then what happens? We know, we know that the result of the Mueller Report? Well, he knew what his job was. He knew his job was to provide a report that could then be used to continue to destroy Trump. He knew that uh, that Trump there was no grounds for criminal charges. He knows that there's not even any grounds for impeachment. I don't believe that the Democrats actually are wanting impeachment. All they want to do is destroy Trump enough to stop him from being reelected. So Nadler comes out today since McGahn, uh, who was subpoenaed, and as, and as we've talked about many times on the show, and as you saw in the gripping interview with Bill Barr, with Bill Hemmer on Friday, he has talked extensively in front of Congress and in that interview, point by point, in these supposed episodes of obstruction, of which there was none. McGahn was a key factor in that, because supposedly they're trying to get Trump on obstruction by he's supposedly uh, instructing McGann to alter his testimony which was not true he was instructing McGahn or asking McGahn to correct a New York Times article so Nadler comes out today and says since McGahn didn't answer the subpoena Trump never exercised his his executive privilege at any way throughout this process but after the report came out and cleared him he said enough's enough enough's enough what's going on here Mueller did his job provided enough crap. That's why Mueller, that's why Mueller did the 10 episodes and wrote the 400 pages and the crap of well, I couldn't exonerate him, which was not his job as a prosecutor. You're, you're, it's not your, somebody is not guilty until proven innocent in this country. It was not your job to consider Trump guilty first and then try to clear him. And then you couldn't clear him. No. He wrote, he crafted his own dossier smear file, handed it to Nadler who's now trying to pick up the ball and carry it into the end zone. And what Nadler's trying to do was subpoenaing Hope Hicks and this other gal that he's supposed to interview, Donaldson, or he subpoenaed Donaldson, who was actually the note-taker in the meetings with McGahn. What what Nadler's trying to do and what this Democrat House Committee is trying to do is exactly what the FBI and the DOJ did and exactly what the Mueller special prosecution investigation was about. What they're going to try to do is try to Roger Stone Hope, Hope Hicks. They're going to try to Roger Stone this woman, Davidson. Try to Michael Flynn them. Harass and bully. Rack up legal bills. Try to destroy them personally and professionally. In hopes that they're going to give up some information that's going to destroy Trump. And that's what this is about. This isn't about, ab- uh, Nadler says, this is about uh, trying to, trying to uh, stop abuse of power. No, the uh, corruption and abuse of power. This is the corruption and abuse of power, and everybody knows it. If Nadler really cared about abuse of power, he'd be hauling Jim Comey and Loretta Lynch, who right now, supposedly a big story today that came out, uh, Loretta Lynch denying, telling James Comey to call the Clinton email probe a matter. Um, I I don't agree with that headline. I don't think, uh, well, headline aside, Um, I don't agree with people's interpretation of that headline today that Loretta Lynch is, uh, that she didn't tell him to call it a matter. Let me explain. So everybody is saying today that Loretta Lynch is contradicting James Comey on the fact that he said before Congress that she directed him to call it a matter. She's saying that she's denying that she told him to call it a matter, Um, However, and that may be true, however, what I think the real story is here is that she did tell him to call it a matter. Everybody's looking at this today as though it's a gotcha on Jim Comey, and I'm saying it's not so much a gotcha on Jim Comey as it is that this is both of them, this is Loretta Lynch and Jim Comey and Clapper and Brennan and all the rest of them trying to CYA at this point. Here's her explanation. She says, I didn't direct anyone to use specific phraseology. When the director asked me how to best handle that, I said, first of all, she says that she originally suggested to Comey that the Justice Department policy dictated that we're not at a point yet to publicly confirm an investigation. Why? Why? Okay. Then she goes on to say, when the director asked me how to best handle that, I said, what I have been saying is we have received a referral and we are working on the matter. Working on the issue or we have all the resources we need to handle the matter. So what does it matter whether she specifically told him, call it a matter? She did indirectly. He heard what her intention was, and he went with it. What's my point here? Did she is she con- contradicting Comey to try to set him up as a liar in front of Congress? Yes, but what I'm saying is is this should make the Republicans, this should make Bill Barr, and everybody else look here and go, you know what? We need. Bill Barr to be investigating further and, and look at the obstruction of justice with Loretta Lynch. In other words, the, the story that so many people are or what people are seeing out of this today is that, oh, Comey's a liar. He lied before Congress. And I'm saying I actually don't think he lied before Congress here. This isn't a gotcha on Comey as much as it, I see this as a gotcha on Loretta Lynch. And further proof that this guy Durham, who's been assigned to be a special prosecutor... Although I didn't even understand why at the time, when Comey said that before Congress, why the Republicans who who had control of the House and the Senate at that point, why they didn't immediately launch an investigation into Loretta Lynch criminally for her obstruction of justice. We're going to take a break. We come back. Uh, we're going to bring Megan Barth in on this discussion. There's so many moving parts here um, because we've also got a breaking uh, story out of Breitbart uh, that, that has to go with the extent... How high this up goes, including Loretta Lynch and Obama and the extent in which they tried to keep it secret what they were doing with this investigation when it was launched in 2016, uh, as well as uh, some people thinking today, uh, you know, there's so many different interpretations, like the interpretation of Lynch and Comey here. Uh, There's also different interpretations of whether or not people are thinking that Bill Barr capitulated to Adam Schiff today. So we're going to bring Megan Barth in on this conversation uh, when we come back from the break. Don't go anywhere.
5: FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer.
6: We know how much you value your child's education. We also know how hard it can be to balance the importance of that education with the cost. That's why our half-price tuitions are back. The Answer San Diego is once again partnering with top-quality private schools to offer half-price tuition for the fall semester. Now you can give your child an excellent academic and arts education in a supportive private school environment for half the regular price. Simply log on to the for the complete list of schools. There are tuitions for preschool to high school, all at half off. When you find the school you like, give us a call at 844 800 5757 when you call you can put the half price tuition on your credit card it's that easy then your child will be set for the fall semester in a great private school for half the regular tuition call 844-800-5757 for all the details or log on to the answer that's the answer
5: the answer san diego has gone interactive download our free app to get special offers deals and more than just status updates and pointless selfies from your smartphone
6: let's take a selfie
5: did you hear something that you want to weigh in on download the free the answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device the app is social making you the first to know and respond download the free app today the answer san diego the best conservative coverage in san diego
1: Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show.
4: The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weekdays at 7 p.m. on The Answer San Diego.
7: So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? Well first, lighten the load. Get in touch with Salem Surround. We take the mysteries of digital marketing off your shoulders and deliver customers so you can run your business. To compete in today's business world, you must utilize every digital marketing tool possible. But who has the time to research, learn, and access all the options? Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. It's easy and there's no heavy lifting. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility. And revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers.
5: FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer.
4: You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
0: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. A little bit later in the show, does the DN HUD stand for deportation? There was a really interesting uh, hearing in Capitol Hill today uh, with Ben Carson, and it involves immigration and, and illegals. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And uh, I, I, we got to also talk about people still talking about that Morehouse giveaway and, uh, and Oprah's response. So we got that a little bit later on the show and some other interesting I'd just like
4: to take a moment to thank Jesus <laughs>
0: yeah we'll see if we'll see if the kids in the audience uh, are are thanking her right now for the little giveaway you know i'm thankful to have my next guest with me here she can talk any topic and uh, we're gonna uh i'm glad to have her on tonight as things are breaking uh, with congress and nadler going after some of the staffers of trump's in the continuation of the coup attempt it's megan barth aka reagan babe and she joins me now welcome back to the show megan
8: Hey Andrea, thanks for having me back. Okay,
0: thanks for being here. Okay, so uh, breaking news today: McGann didn't show up uh, to Nadler's uh, subpoena, so he's decided to go after Hope Hicks and some other little staffer, note taker, a scribe, as we used to call in my corporate days, uh, in order to try to basically what I think what the play is is to try to Roger Stone these gals and, and hope that they're going to be so harassed and so bullied, and intimidated and threatened, and and uh, that they will cough up. Uh, whatever whatever the Democrats need in order to destroy Trump. Your thoughts?
8: Yeah, and I, and I think it's really important to, important to point out that this is nothing less than political intimidation and they're basically just redoing the Mueller investigation after nearly three million million was spent, hundreds of subpoenas were given, thousands of interviews were given, Pulpix was part of it, so was McGann, so was John Jr., so were all of the others that... Nadler wants to call in front of his special committee. And what they're really doing here is just trying to create more political theater because the last two years, I guess, wasn't enough sabotage Mm -hmm. against this president, uh, including a coup uh, that was launched against this president. But what I found very interesting, Comey's testimony, Comey's congressional testimony does not match Loretta Lynch's statement. Comey specifically said that uh, Loretta Lynch told the bureau to refer to the email investigation into Hillary Clinton as a matter uh, instead of an investigation. Mm-hmm. It was just the email matter. Well, according to Loretta Lynch, she never said that. So who's lying? Loretta Lynch or James Comey? Well, it's interesting we you should open- say
0: that. Let, let, let me jump in there because I talked about that in my, in my open. If you read her comments, she did tell him to call it a matter. According to her, she and, and that's what's so interesting to me here because she says what I said was we're not we're not ready to call it in to declare that we're doing an investigation of the matter and she used the word matter a million times. So to me, what I'm seeing the story here is we've just got more of all of these different deep state operatives really fighting for their lives out of fear themselves over what's possibly going down with Barr and the investigation with Durham. And I'm just wondering if you think that. That their fear is justified that you actually think heads are going to roll because on top of that story today, we've got Breitbart coming out with it with an article referring back to a, a Washington Post article that was published in June of 23rd, 2017, buried 77 pages down is details about some clandestine secret task force in CIA headquarters that involved several dozen analysts. The only people really involved in most of these meetings were Clapper, Brennan, Obama, and Lynch. And in the war room, they actually turned off the video feed so people couldn't see that they were in there.
8: Right, and it's interesting because the more and more that all this information either has been published or buried, right, as you see 77 pages down, uh, the more we keep finding how clandestine this operation was. So, what were they hiding? Why were they hiding it? When did they know it? And what did they know when they knew it? So, all of this, according to Mark Meadows as well as others, uh, Of this information is going to be redacted soon. And I think once all of this information is redacted, whether or not the American people are ready for it, we need it. Uh, There's always going to be 30 to 40% of the American public. I used to say just right off 30% of the American public, they couldn't find both, you know, their hands with their ass with both of their hands. Well, now (laughs) it's up to 40%. Okay? So now it's up to 40% because we see that latest Gallup poll that shows that 43% of Americans really love socialism. They embrace socialism. That is a double-digit spike, double-percentage spike uh, in just a short, uh, what was it, 1942? I think they quote that, you know, 40% of Americans actually hated socialism and only 25%
0: I I was curious about that poll today because, and you've got your finger on a pulse, you've got a tremendous amount of followers, you you know, you, you really understand what's going on in the culture as well as, pop culture as well as politically. Do you really believe that number? I'm so skeptical of polling anyway, and I'm wondering if that's just not about trying to push out a narrative to try to normalize it, to try to convince us that 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 many Americans really want socialism. Because at the same time, how could could that really many Americans really like the idea of socialism if they're trying to tell us that the Democrat Party isn't really socialist? And that's why so many of them really want Biden as opposed to the far-left socialist
8: candidates. Well, Biden's just nothing but a smokescreen. I mean, when you look at the the Democrats and when you look at their policies, they're all socialist policies. They're centralized power, top-down government solutions. They ignore the spirit of the individual. They ignore the the spirit of the free market. Uh, They believe Mm -hmm. that government is going to be your nanny and your caretaker as well as as your mortician. Uh, And so (laughs) here we have Democrats (laughs) parading around like we're a moderate. But then you have the, the Justice Democrats, and whenever you hear justice, just think Marxist. Whenever you think hear liberation, just uh, think Marxist, because that's what justice and liberation means in progressive terms. Uh, they want to fight. They want to fight for the Green New Deal. They don't want to moderate. They mm-hmm. want to fight for Medicare for none or Medicaid for all. They don't mm-hmm. want to moderate. Right. Uh, and so Joe Biden is on the Green Revolution. He's on for Medicaid for all. He's He's uh, for us paying for illegal immigrants' health care as well as everything else for illegal immigrants. Uh, He was against sanctuary cities. Now he's for sanctuary cities. So don't let Biden fool you that he's some great moderate. Mm -hmm. However, they're running him as a moderate only because, and I believe what you say is true, you have to be skeptical of polls because you're only as good as your pool. You're only as good as who you're polling. So if they, if they pull the majority of millennials, yes, the majority of millennials or at least close to a majority of millennials believe that socialism is the answer because that is the generation where everyone got a trophy and everyone must be treated equally. How do
0: you, uh, shifting gears real quick in the few minutes I have left with you, immigration, uh, that, you know, there's people concerned right now here in California that, well, first of all, flights started yesterday to, to bring illegals, to give the Rio Grande Valley a break, to bring illegals here to San Diego. Supposedly illegals are being dumped off at bus stations uh, north of, uh, you know, where Murrieta is because you used to live in Southern California. Yep. That was an area where Obama loved to bus people and the people, and then there was some pushback from the locals in Murrieta um, back when Obama was president and said, don't drop them off here. Uh you you know, it's, it's just becoming an increasingly a big mess. It's at the point to where a wall is not going to be enough. Trump could get every bit of the wall built in the next, uh, you know, five weeks or so, and it's not going to stop the issue that we've got. What, what, what needs to happen?
8: Immediately. Well, here. I actually tweeted. Yeah, I actually tweeted Trump today. What they could immediately do is start deportation and start a deportation task force. There are plenty of people that have overstayed their visas as well as ignored judicial orders to show up in front of an immigration judge. I would start deportations. That would certainly be, uh, you know, less of a magnet, right, uh, for the invaders coming through. Uh, then I would tax remittances immediately at 50 percent. Mm-hmm. So all the money that's flowing back into third world countries like Mexico will be taxed at 50 percent. I would also close the tax loophole, which is uh, a loophole that is granted specifically for e- illegal aliens. They, instead of Social Security numbers, if they haven't stolen them, uh, they are granted IPIN numbers by the IRS. That's Individual Tax Identification Number. Nearly every illegal alien, including illegal alien dreamer, has an IPIN number. Crazy. They, can claim up, they can claim up to 20 dependents and get child care tax credits, and they don't have to prove that these dependents exist. <laughs> That's
0: like crazy. It's insane right. what's happening so, here. It's absolutely insane.
8: Stop the yeah. financial magnet. Start the deportations tomorrow they have every authority to start deporting tomorrow
0: and you know what and you know what romney was on to something back in 2012 he was just too weak-kneed to to, uh when he was confronted on it and crumbled uh like the cheap uh empty suit that he is but the idea of self deportation is valid you cut off all these magnets you don't Mm -hmm. provide them all this stuff for free and they might go back to where they came from on their own
8: Right. And and then another thing I read was was the Insurrection Act, which uh, Donald Trump is uh, from his advisors or at least from leaks from his advisors talking to the Daily Caller that he is going to enact, which is the Insurrection Act, and they will start deportation because uh, illegal immigration is a crime. Uh, It is not a race. So it's not racist to start deporting. But uh, uh, calling for the Insurrection Act is another way where Trump can start the deportation process. Immediately and thereby cut off another magnet.
0: Well, I think he, I think he needs to take your words of advice, every bit of it, because it, it's a, th- with the laws the way they are and the magnets that that it are in place, um, it, particularly using children. I think a report came out the other day that at least thirty percent. Uh, they uh, are not families. They they identified or just, you know, lies. They're using children. They're using children to pick our lock. And, you know, and unfortunately, the Republican Party has been in bed with this. I wish Trump hadn't signed the last round uh, to reopen the government, which uh, made it possible for anybody who showed up with a kid uh, to be set free in the country. But, I you know, I felt like I understand why he did it. But at this point, it's more of a legislation issue uh, than it is even a border wall, because right now. Right. And
8: go ahead. Well, and he has the powers under the Insurrection Act, so for him to start uh, busing or flying these illegal aliens in certain parts of the country, when he claims or when he institutes that act, it's going to be harder or easier for them to round them up because they are all in one specific area, San Diego County uh, and other counties.
1: Well, you,
0: clearly if they've got that little tax number where they're able to to immediately start yep. getting in on the on the tax dollars, uh, they shouldn't be too hard to track down. They're also given EBT right. cards and, and everything else. And then in the next segment, I don't know if you saw Ben Carson today uh, with HUD in front of Congress, but uh, they're also, uh, there's a, a push for them uh, with, inter- they're getting public housing. They're living in public housing. Right.
8: So, you know. Right, it, and, and then there's leftist groups in Nevada screaming that it's racist, it's racist, and again, illegal aliens aren't a race. Illegal immigration is a crime, and they should not be handed out taxpayer dollars like chicklets on the streets of Mm Tijuana or housing or health care or education, all supposed to go to our citizens that pay into the system than having illegal invaders then suck the peat dry off the system.
0: Absolutely. Megan Barth, Reagan Babe. Go to ReaganBabe.com. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Andrea. All right. Now, stay tuned because we are going to, when we come back, we're going to hear a few little sound bites from that hearing today. And you're, and uh, I wonder if you're going to be as shocked as I was as to what happened today with Ben Carson and HUD. More Andrea K. Show coming up. 888 344 1170, by
6: the way, if you want to call it.
4: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea
3: K, Kay, spelled K A Y E.
7: FM
5: 96.1 AM 1170. The
0: answer. Hi, this is Andrea Kaye for Move America Forward. Our soldiers stand ready to answer our nation's call. They serve in foreign lands, in tough conditions, ready, willing, and able to fight back those who wish to harm us. They are the true defenders of our freedoms. They serve knowing that they may even give up their lives in service to their nation. And to honor our brave men and women who are serving overseas in our nation's military, take time to remember their sacrifice and thank them by continuing the time-honored tradition of sending care packages.
3: You miss home, you miss America, you miss your family more than anything in the world. And w- what it means when you get these care packages, it, it, it's it's a hug from home. If, if somebody's sending you something, hey, we care about you, we miss you, we hope you're well.
0: Care packages are ready to go. Each care package is hand-packed and individually addressed. They feature gourmet coffee, premier beef jerky, Girl Scout cookies, Oreos, M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, even personal care items. Your tax-deductible donation of $500 sends 20 soldier care packs, $250 10, $100 sends 4, $50 sends 2, and an individual care pack is just $25. And when you call in, dictate a personal greeting. It just means so much to our soldiers when they open that care pack. It brings smiles to their faces and, yes, even tears to their eyes. Call now, toll-free, 855-787-6677. That's 855 7 Troops Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. And while they last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations in La Jolla and San Diego. Donate $500 and you and a guest can sit in on one of my upcoming shows here on The Answer San Diego. Call now, toll free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. That's 855-7TROOPS. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
5: Touch the Western Wall. Sail on the Sea of Galilee. Pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019.
4: Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
5: FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer.
4: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on the answer, San Diego.
0: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170. Before the break, uh, we were talking with Megan Barth about everything from uh, the coup attempt that's going on with that little Jerry Nadler as well as uh, this Gallup poll that came out about socialism. Do 40% of Americans really want it? Um, Well, I don't know if they really do or if that's just uh, a a polling outfit trying to push a narrative. Uh, We do know, I agree with a couple of comments here on Facebook Live. Ty Winter says they are normalizing in education institutions at all levels. Absolutely. John Longo also said we cannot discount the damage done by our school systems. That's so true. Bob Walters and I do a lot of education segments, and and we've talked about uh, how the left, they're – Their biggest area of which they have worked hard, the number one area in which the left has made ground with their cultural Marxist movement to destroy the fabric of this country and churn out socialists for the system is through our school system. Everything from, and that involves not just teaching them capitalism is bad and socialism is good, but all the anti-American stuff, that America is, is basically a racist nation, as well as all of these social justice warrior stuff. So that's absolutely uh, dead on. Getting back a little bit to the immigration uh, thing, I wanted to hear, I want you guys to hear a little bit of what happened with HUD and you, this hearing today and, and how a minority man, by the way, a minority man was treated in the course of their cultural Marxist movement to use immigration as a way to destroy this country. First clip.
2: Mr. Secretary, the D in HUD does not stand for deportation. I'm afraid that a recent proposal of yours will bring nothing but despair to thousands of American families by throwing children out of their homes. Simply put, we cannot create affordable housing for Americans by throwing other Americans out into the street with no place to go. First thing uh, to, to
0: mention there is, see how, how uh, first of all, she tries to come up with something clever, the clever soundbite, in order to try to shame. It's all about the shame game. The second point that was I thought was really important takeaway here is, is the left's mastery of, of conflation. Conflating, uh, talking about a, a, we can't create affordable housing for Americans by throwing Americans out. But the whole point here is that these are illegals. They're not Americans. But see how they conflate the issue there? and confuse Americans?
2: Flat out lying. Second clip. You know that the current laws already prohibit federal housing programs from subsidizing undocumented immigrants. Individuals who are not eligible for housing assistance do not receive subsidies. By evicting mixed status households, you will rip apart families and be throwing children onto the street. And where will the 55,000 children go? Where will they live? What agency will care for their health and education? Is your plan to have ICE put 55,000 more children on cages on the border? Really?
0: Uh, let's break this down. First of all, uh, the current you know the current laws prohibit subsidies of undocumented. We're not talking about subsidies. The fact that the illegals are living in public housing paid for by taxpayers means they're already, first of all, they're already breaking the law. She's talking about laws being respected here by people that are here because they broke the laws. Second of all, the fact that they're living in public housing paid for by taxpayers Means that they're already a breaking the law, using, a, a, a benefiting from taxpayers' subsidies. So it's a bunch of again, it's all wordsmithing. Uh, she's trying to act as though they're not getting anything additional. The fact that they're living in public housing means that they're living off the taxpayers. They're not rec- they're not observing the law. They're not adhering to the law. If they were adhering to the law, they wouldn't be in this country. So for her to try to act as though no law is being broken is ridiculous. And then she goes on to say to throw out mixed status homes. What she's talking about here is she's talking about the fact that the illegals living in our public housing paid for underwritten by taxpayers. What she's talking about is is illegals that came in here and dropped a baby and now the baby has citizenship status one of the things President Trump should do immediately is sign an executive order to end birthright status. We all know that it is not constitutional. It's ridiculous that this is happening in our country. And then she goes on to say, what agency will care for their health and their education? Why should any agency care for the health and education of illegals in this country? I want you to hear Carson's response.
6: Uh, The law... Uh, that has been uh, provided through Congress uh, states very specifically that the secretary of HUD may not provide housing assistance to people who are here illegally. It also states specifically that the secretary has the duty to end assistance if he finds uh, that someone is violating that. So uh, we are following the law.
0: Yeah, that's right. And as for these kids and who's going to take care of them, how about the parents who are illegal take that kid and go back to their home country and care for their kid? What agency is going to care for their kid? How about the agency of their home country? How about that's where they go? And Carson is right. He's he's the one observing the law. He's enforcing the law. And what we have is Congress— Trying to not enforce the law, but trying to act like the law is being enforced. His final uh, point.
6: First of all, there are hundreds of thousands of children, as well as elderly and disabled people, on the waiting list who are legal American citizens.
0: Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of children, as well as seniors and other, and the waiting list to get into public housing. And they can't get in because illegals are there first. And so what was her response? Well, so are you picking some Americans over others? Uh, Yeah. And this, again, is these are illegals using the birthright citizenship as a way to gain benefits over American citizens. We're paying for that. The term anchor baby is absolutely correct. Illegals gaming the system by coming here. We had that happen here in San Diego, one of the caravans. She she literally crawled over the fence and within minutes popped out a baby. They should have been deported immediately. Getting, You know what it costs to have a baby in this country? They're getting it for free. And then all of these kind of benefits for free, they get to go to... Carson's response was, "Why? why are you asking me? to to give preferential treatment to illegals over American citizens. And in every aspect of our country, that's what's happening. And that's what the Democrats are about. And Carson was brilliant today. And you know what? It is time. And he was the perfect person to do it. Because he's a minority and a minority man who rose up out of poverty to reach enormous success. And he did it in spite of all obstacles. He's the right person to say the right thing that needs to happen for American citizens at this time and for people in poverty. The left at the Democrats, you care about poverty and minorities in this country. You'll do right by the African Americans. This leads me to my next point. Uh, the left, I don't know if you guys saw, DJ Carrot Sticks, I don't know if you saw that actor from Dumb and Dumber, Jeff. Daniels, I think it was, go off on CNN. Everybody went viral, him talking about Trump being a racist. You know, first of all, if Trump was such a racist, would Ben Carson have been sitting there today as head of HUD? Absolutely not. Um, but there was an interesting study that came out. Uh, this uh, two uh, These University of Penn sociologists, Daniel Hopkins and Samantha Washington, have been uh, conducting a running study that measures the racial attitudes of 2,500 randomly selected Americans since 2008. So they've been doing this a long time. In their most recent report, they admit that they expected to see an increase in racist opinions among the group stating that, quote, normalization of prejudice or opinion leadership both led us to expect that expressed prejudice may have increased in this period, especially among Republicans or Trump supporters. Because remember, that was what everybody was saying. Trump's a racist. We're going to have all these racist incidents against, you know, people of of color and minorities once Trump, Trump gets elected because Trump and MAGA supporters are all these racists. Well, here's what they found. What they found is a decrease In racism under President Trump. Uh, They go on to say that Americans have actually become less inclined to express racist opinions since Donald Trump was elected. Anti black prejudice, they found, declined by um, a statistically insignificant degree between 2012 and 2016. Um, But after Trump was elected, it took a sharp dive. A sharp dive. They, um, they, moreover, this article says, contrary to their expectation, the fall was as evident among Republican voters as it was among Democrats. Imagine that. It was also a general fall in anti-Hispanic prejudice, too, although that was more evident among Democrat voters. Um, so, of course, they had their preconceived notions because that's what everybody in the media was telling us. That because Trump came down the escalator and said we need to seal the border— because we had bad guys coming, bad hombres coming across the border, i.e. MS-13, that he was, this, he was this racist. And, of course, the only way they've been able to smear Trump is with lies and, and deliberate misquotes. Meanwhile, the reality, the truth, no misquoting Obama, was with his immediately falsely accusing a Boston police officer of being racist before the beer summit, saying if I had a son he would look like Trayvon, continuing to push the falsehood, the hands up don't shoot of Michael Brown uh, actually sent a delegation to that thug's funeral. What happened with Baltimore bringing Black Lives Matter to the White House, accusing America of being a racist nation? It was Obama who fed, fanned the flames of racial division in this country. And oh, by the way, on top of it, another reason why racial tensions are... Alo- Trump has reached out. He reached out to the black community in 2016 when he ran, and he said, hey, give me a chance. And then what happened as a result? The lives, the income of African Americans as well as Hispanics has improved. Lowest unemployment in the history of this country. So, no wonder race, racial tensions have gone down as well as racism and racial attitudes in this country. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got more coming up on the Andrea K. Show. Don't go anywhere.
1: to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree.
4: Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com.
0: You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H A T L E Y lawgroup.com.
9: HatleyLawGroup.com.
5: FM 96.1. <laughs> AM 1170. The answer.
9: Good afternoon, friends. Got a question for you today. Whose retirement are you investing for, yours or your broker's? Now, that might seem like a bit of a silly question, but I hope it's a question that you're asking. Did you know that a lot of brokers and advisors sell products that have fees as high as 3% per year or more? Now, with fees like that, you might be better doing a better job of paying your advisor than yourself as an independent financial planner if you have an IRA or a 401k it's worth making sure that it's working for you and not just for your broker as a financial fiduciary here we use multiple companies and we place your best interest first we explain solutions in clear concise manner and we won't use confusing financial jargon call me for your free consultation if you have questions bring in your statement we'll show you exactly what you're paying in fees. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. Call me for your free consultation. 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. Can
3: you believe it? Since the Fed announced that they're not going to raise rates till at least 2020, we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Let's get you back in the threes on a 30-year mortgage. We're a privately owned direct lender, which allows us to create products that nobody else has. Check these out one day at a BK short seller foreclosure, starting in the threes. Mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment properties so you can buy another one, starting in the fours. Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Rates starting in the threes and fours on a 30-year mortgage? Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833 886 3863. That's 833 886 FUND. Mortgage is licensed by the VR01943736 and mls 132583. and is an equal opportunity lender.
10: He's on meds too. Call 800 444 2013. 800
5: 444 2013. FM 96.1. AM 1170.
4: The answer. AK, dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's you know? on The Answer San Diego.
6: Every now and then, I think you might like to hear something from us. Nice. Yeah. Please. There's just one thing.
10: Job down in the city. You see, we never,
6: ever do nothing.
10: For the man nice. Easy. Day. That's right. We
0: always do it. I
10: never lost nice. And rough, rough. now
6: we're going to take the beginning of this.
0: <laughs> That's one of my favorites. My sister and I, we all, growing up, we always did a little routine. Yeah, Ba-na-ba-na-ba, ba uh, that kind of reminds me of a little entertainment story going around today. But uh, everybody's still talking about Morehouse, right? This guy, Robert F. Smith, who, uh, amazing success story in this in this country, goes to Morehouse College and decides he's going to pay off the debts of all the graduates. And nobody knows he's going to do it till he announces it. It's become a huge story. Initially, everybody was saying that this spotlights the debt crisis, the student debt crisis. I'm like, no, that's not what, to me, that's not what it spotlights. To me, when this... African-American dude gets up there and says I'm eight generations of Americans and you know I and I want to give back because I've risen to the top economically I'm like hello that's like the greatest American dream story ever and I love the fact how did he do it he didn't do it under socialism these people 40 percent of Americans want socialism this dude wouldn't have been able to do that under socialism right? He wouldn't have been able to give back like that. He he was successful because of capitalism and under free markets and under individual liberty, what's also hallmark of that? Individual choice when it comes to charity. Because socialism is about income redistribution. It's about the government taking from people and giving it to somebody else in the form of charity. So to me, this was a pro-America story, right? And I didn't even get it into the fact that you know, nobody was pointing out that this was an all-black, you know, boys' school. If you know, which were you know, they wouldn't that wouldn't allow to exist if they were all white.
3: Well, I'm paraphrasing, but I like what he said at the end. He said, "I did this for you. What are you going to do for the next class?"
0: Right, and that's a, that's a great point because it's about individual choice for charity. He he chose to do that. His right to do it instead of the government taking his stealing his money from it, and doing it, and then he's asking them to give back. A lot of people were saying that what they didn't like about it was that it wasn't fair because other kids went to graduations and they didn't get that. And I'm like, well, you know what? Life lesson, life ain't fair, man. You know, I had to pay, it took me 11 years to pay off my tuition. You know who paid off my other fellow LSU grads' tuition? Their parents. So whether it's somebody like this doing it and you get stuck with yours, I mean, you know, life ain't fair. And you know what's even worse? When you go, <laughs> when you go to a college graduation, right, right? And because after this guy, Robert F. Smith, d- gives it away. Now everybody at going to their graduation, if they think they got a rich speaker, they're sitting there waiting, right, for their their debts to be paid off. What happened in Colorado, D.J. Keristics?
7: Everybody gets some
2: hooks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys? You're sitting there after Robert F. Smith, and I'm pretty sure she gave that speech after Robert Smith, right? Can you imagine? So after Robert F. Smith gives out, pays off everybody's debt, you're sitting there in the audience, and who shows up is Oprah,
5: right? And she starts to say,
3: everybody gets up. And then <laughs> right she
6: hits book, heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And these poor kids, because they're forced to, like, act like excited over it. And they're posting pics around after graduation, holding up the book, and that you can see some guys, they got the... I mean, some 20-year-old dude is supposed to be excited, 21-year-old dude is supposed to be excited that he got a book from Oakland.
7: Everybody gets the books!
0: (laughs) Uh, some people were busting Oprah saying she should have been paying off. you know what uh, nobody owes you anything life lesson if you didn't get the, if you didn't get your debt paid off by the rich dude too bad life ain't fair. I had to pay off my tuition even though other people had their tuitions paid for.
3: Her speech was really good. It was a list of verbs.
0: You will speak up. You will show up. You will
4: stand up. You will sit in. You will volunteer. You will vote. You will shout
0: out. You will help. You will lend a hand. That's awful bossy. She tried to work it. She tried to do the alliteration thing, but she kind of went off the rails with that. um I like the, I like the part where she talks about. She thinks she's in party wisdom, where she says, "Don't bring your cell phone to the dinner table." It's like, <laughs> is it anyone? I one- just
4: like to take a moment to thank Jesus.
10: <laughs>
0: poor oprah all right so um game of thrones we we only have about a minute left people still talking about game of thrones everything has been politicized to the fact that you've got aoc and and elizabeth warren and all these lefties today yammering and upset about the fact that i guess so the female character didn't get the throne in the end some cisgender white dude did and it's like, if you're the kind of one... And so then I don't think I've got time to, to play the clip here of AOC and Elizabeth Warren, which is good because I can't stand to, to hear either of them haints, uh, you know, talking. But they were like, there needs to be the feminist in Hollywood and HBO. They need to rewrite this. And it's like, why? Let me tell you something, ladies. You If, if you can't stand to watch, if you have that, you can't watch a TV show without getting what you want in the end. Something's wrong with you, man.
3: You know what it was before it was a show?
0: What? Everybody gets <laughs> some books. <hopes. laughs> All right, we're going to be right back. Poor Oprah. She ain't getting any love from her little speech. We're going to be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Thanks to my amazing guest, Megan Barr. Thanks to the listeners. Thank you, DJ Kierig I'd
4: just like to take Something a moment you to thank Jesus. Jesus.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: estate julia sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal entice more buyers and get you more money than other agents by far
6: hi i'm julie jules i'd love to give you a free home staging consultation just give me a call at 619-992-7113
5: call for your free home staging consultation moving out moving up or moving in call julie jules 619-992-7113
1: many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the sixties and seventies pressured to achieve the